0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. powered by fans.
1: So what's wrong with you now? Uh, where I when I can't do the podcast in the extension, I have to come into the have to come into the lounge. And in the lounge, picture the scene, there's a, a corner sofa, which is obviously in the corner of the room. Is that your casting couch? Maybe. Uh, It's next to a windowsill, which has got a handy little um, overlap for me to put the old clamp on for the microphone. But crucially, next to the window is a uh, vertical radiator right in the corner of the room. So it's fucking hot in this corner of the room anyway. And when I went to put the clamp on the windowsill i fumbled it and it fell down the back of a sofa between the radiator, which goes all the way down to the skirting board and behind the sofa. And it's, I can just about reach things that get down there. Cause my son drops the remote for the telly down there about six times a week. But like I say, crucially, this was between the radiator and the sofa. I didn't want to drag the whole sofa out cause it's pretty big. It's got a sofa bed in it. Um, So I was essentially having to stretch all the way down with my large arms, buffeting, to try and pick up this clamp with like my fingertips, like a pair of tweezers, but whilst having my arm and my face essentially pressed up against the radiator, which is raging ox, I don't know how to turn it down. (laughs) it It was a bit like an endurance test, so I had to like try and get it and if i couldn't get it after like 5 seconds and i started to like burn i had to like pull away for you know to cool down and not burn and then go again it took me about 3 minutes to get it it was awful
2: this um felt like an analogy of Wayne Hennessy trying to get up to make a second save after parrying a shot he should
1: have held <laughs> yeah yeah but it was hotter it was hotter <laughs>
0: Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So, the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See McDonald's.com.
2: This is. <laughs> The back of the nest lockdown sessions, I think we're on episode nine now. I mean, I've, I've hit record and just recorded because I've got nothing else to talk about. So um, we might as well get your story in.
3: Of
1: Oh, that was part of the show. Good.
3: Yeah, it is now. Good. <laughs> I mean, after last week, our levels are quite low. So a story about a radiator is probably where we're at now.
2: You know what? I was really concerned because like building up to today to do this podcast, I thought oh, I better listen to... Um, the Hambo podcast just to see what they covered off and it was great like really they found so much to talk about football wise um felt like a football podcast and I was just like well they've covered off all the topics that we could possibly talk about there's there's nothing else that's happened since then so I'm at a loss
1: when but they're reviewing they can just pick anything and review it can't they
2: they can I suppose
1: we can't pre- what- I mean we could preview football I mean, but it, it would be pretty, uh, you know, pretty loose because we don't know when when football's coming back.
2: Yeah, I suppose what would the, what would the game be this weekend? I, I scambled to my kind of so we'd be at home to Chelsea this weekend.
3: Oh, piece of
1: piss! We'd win that. Well, it's funny you should say that. I have had a, all you see all these ideas of playing behind closed doors, ghost games, and all that. I've actually I've got a much better idea, but we need we need to. I don't know. Flood. I don't know. Get in contact with the club or Roy or whoever. So, Roy names and crucially, all players here have to be on preferably Twitter. So, so what was it this weekend? Chelsea vs. Palace. Chelsea, right? Yeah. So, Palace name an eleven. Chelsea name an eleven. Was it? Was it a three o'clock kickoff on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Right. So we announced the 11 all on Twitter. Three o'clock. Let's say Christian Benteke puts, I'm kicking off. I'm passing it to James McArthur. James McArthur then tweets, Right, taking a touch, passing it, squaring it off to Luca. Luca put, Ah, oh, fuck, I've lost the ball. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Then a Chelsea player obviously be like, I've got it. Bearing down on whatever, check Kiate probably Fill in at centre half because everyone's injured and just do that, and then you know, oh, I've scored great 1 nil Whoever, Palace, right? Chelsea kicking off now. Do it like it that. It sounds
2: like it sounds like um, there was a football manager game on the spectrum back in the day called United, and it was great. Like, you just um, you, you started in Division Four, you could name your own team, you could call your players whatever you wanted to call them, and um, it was basically a lot of text base with a very like 2D kind of situation going on of the ball moving on the screen and then you'd see whether they'd score or not. Um, okay, this and, is good. Yeah, And that was all the text just like that. So I don't know, uh, Mike Scott was talking about a website with loads of old games on. So maybe you can search United out. But whenever I think about that game, I was, we used to name our players after WWE wrestlers or WWF as it was back then. And um, (laughs) me and my friend, Leo, used to play it all the time. And um, his uh, dad was Irish. And (laughs) this is way back in the 80s, late 80s, remember. And um, Tatanka, the wrestler, (laughs) had a shot. He was through on goal and he shot the wrong direction. To which I exclaimed, what is he, Irish? And uh, my friend didn't take it too well. We fell out out for a couple of days.
1: (laughs) At Tammy Abraham 1. Smash punch <laughs> towards the top corner. Quote t- quote tweet. Guaita one saved it. Hashtag unlucky. Goal kick. <laughs> See what I mean? It's exciting, isn't it?
2: It's is quite Wait, so, so. So not only did Guaita save it, but he then went out for a goal kick. So he even got the referee decision as well. Like because
1: like he, he didn't yeah get a touch. He, no no he, he parried it and it came off. I don't know who plays on William. the wing. Can't come off Willie and stupid Ed. Went off. <laughs> but he, for here's a the thing. Goal like, kick.
3: What if? What if someone says? Don't pick holes in it. Don't come in here. No, no, no. And no. It. This is a genuine question. Yeah. At Christian Benteke. Yeah. Uh, finally, fucking done it. It's in one 0 Hashtag LeBron or whatever his celebration is. What if the, then, the silencer? What if at Mike Dean then replies gone to VAR?
1: <laughs> nah, Mike Dean's reffing another game this weekend.
3: And then at VAR. Says at Christian Benteke,
1: fuck off offside. Well, was it? (laughs) But but then it already kicked off. Was it a correct? Nah, was it a correct decision? You can't tweet whilst VAR are reviewing it. Come on, man. That's true. Try try and be sensible. If you're going to join in, do try and be sensible. Well, listen, if the VAR account tells Benteke it's offside, then he's got to accept
3: it, I suppose
1: exactly
2: the var account could be like if this tweet gets a thousand likes in two minutes he's offside
3: by the way you mentioned that you (laughs) want you wanted to speak to roy about this yeah i would pay good money to see you sat opposite roy not only explaining the rules but just explaining twitter
1: he can have my he can borrow my login i don't mind he can he can borrow that Nine, uh, eleven.
2: What, what, no, I can't do a Roy impression. Say uh, what's a hashtag in a Roy impression?
1: All the hashtags. <laughs> Let's not take the piss here. I'm not Roy. It's just, it's just trying to bring football back. Let's not take the piss here. Exactly. <laughs> which one was Albert and which one wasn't? Albert? <laughs> Get in contact with the show,
2: please. <laughs> mm. So um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a thing, I guess. It's. I'd like to
1: see the pitch. <laughs> Mate, bring it on. Who, who do I need to speak to? Um, and the, uh, the tag. <laughs> He'll be all over it. He'd probably charge a few quid, wouldn't he? <laughs> right, so
2: let's see what we've got going on here. Right, based on the last episode, Albert, Nick Gussett of this parish has said um, he's got two questions for you. Well, one's more of a statement. You don't leave the fucking tea bag in whilst you drink a hot beverage. What are you on?
1: Don't knock it till you've tried it, Nick Gusset. That's what I say to that.
2: I must confess, since that show, I have been making tea exactly how you make it. Ooh, and and I've the inch at the top has become half an inch. It's too much milk. Fair but enough. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not behind, gonna pull you up on that. I'm behind the concept though.
3: I like it. I did enjoy um, your WhatsApp messages to us, which to start off with, a pictures of <laughs> cup sort of balancing on a kettle, and then the next picture was the cup upside down on the on the tabletop, and then the last one was a feat of engineering genius, which involved pulleys, scaffolding, all sorts <laughs> of kitchenware to keep the cup on the kettle.
2: Well, so. Albert said he can. he's an expert-level tea maker, so he could balance his cup on the end of, end of his uh, kettle spouts. So all of the steam went inside the cup, but didn't drip back onto the worktop, went back into the spout of the kettle. So the cup was nice and warm and remained warm for the five minutes of brewing time that he likes. So I thought I'd, I'd, I'd give this a go. Um, I think the first one was a video of my cup just falling off at the top of the kettle and nearly smashing. So then I had to create something to hold it in place. So I believe they used a spatula and rested it against the cup and then against the backsplash
1: and it held it in place and it worked. How is looking after your newborn baby daughter?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's been all right. Can, can, I, can I open my beer first? I'm gonna open my beer. Oh yeah. I've got I've got a Rafiki Session IPA Villages. This has got three point six six on untapped, so um
1: uh, it's like friend an old harpoon.
2: I don't know, I haven't opened it yet. But Anna, a um, friend of the pod, she's um said I've got a lot to live up to after talking some trash on Twitter. So, drinking some trash, oh, it's, it's good actually. But yeah, very nice. 4.3% in Deptford.
3: Shout out, Deptford. What you got, heskiff Um. What have I got? I, I've got another one of these Braybrook things because we ordered some more because I forgot to you buy booze it. at the supermarket. Oh, uh, he's gone for it now.
1: He's pulled a U.E. on it. I can't
0: believe
3: it. I know. Uh, it's a it's a different thing. Hang on a minute. It's a New Zealand Pilsner, apparently. I don't know what that means. Wasn't it a New Zealand Pilsner last time? No, it was a. It was something else. It wasn't the New Zealand, it wasn't a Pilsner because this has got a blue label and the other one had a white one. I'm not quite as adept at um, picking apart beers as you are. One's got a blue label and one hasn't, is currently where I'm at. Um, Do Do you remember
2: when Tesco used to do like, Tesco value vodka and gin but it was just a white label with black writing
1: what in the same bottle that sounds awesome
2: <laughs> well you said two fifths of a way there to Long Island iced tea but no I don't think it was it was in separate bottles yeah they just had and they had whiskey as well I think and literally all it just said was gin vodka whiskey on a black writing on a white label before they changed their blue and white stripes um, but yeah anyway what about you Abba what are you drinking
1: Heineken
3: what colour is the label?
1: There's no label. It's one of those little stubby ca- cans with the slightly ribbed effect. Uh, green and silver. It says Heineken on it. Uh, brewed with passion for quality. Robert,
3: to 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 bring it back to Terry's sort of level of beer. Yeah. This is, this is primarily aimed at you, Albert, because I know that you'll feel the same as me. Um, But a friend of the pod, Anna, who asked asked the question just now, has put a couple of tweets up of her current collection of beer in her fridge. So Unreal. I can't necessarily tell you the descriptions that Terry does, I've only seen the front of the can, but would you like to hear the six flavours that she has of this beer?
1: I mean, I don't want to, but I have to say yes, because it'll probably make better listening, won't it? Go on.
3: Okay. First of all, Peach State... Peach sour, so that's peach flavor beer. Uh, there's a raspberry sour.
2: That's some tiny rebel as well. Good brewery
3: that. Um, there's a screw face Sicilian lemon super soaker sour. <laughs> yes. Um, is it here goes nothing? G o s e. Is that a beer thing? Yeah. If not, there's a typo in there. Can. Uh, Imperial Black currant Pastry Goes, that's 8%. Jesus. And then the last two are, they look like cans of, like, Miranda or whatever. <laughs> but it's Peaches and Cream IPA and a Jam Donut Pale Ale. Uh,
1: listen, this sounds yeah, like... Pump up the
2: jam. I'm
1: not even, I mean, I'm obviously not making this up this yeah well this is it this sounds like it should be which ones what which one's not a real beer yeah all of them they all <laughs> all of them are real that's the travesty here <laughs> travesty peaches and cream i mean it's surely it's just a beer
3: huh. do, we, do we blame i don't know if we blame uh friend of the show in law simon Phillips who's going out of vanna because he's a big uh, fruity beer, whatever these sort of beers are called, man. Talking to me about marshmallow stout, that sort of thing. I shoo out if I'm honest with you. Yeah, my friend nicks into
2: stouts heavily, and he's always like, "Taste this 14 beer that costs 19 pound a can," and oh, it's it's rough. I can't. You, I'm not. If,
1: I'm not there yet. If I sat here and said, "I've got a can of Heineken," bear with me one minute. I'm Just going to pop to the, the fridge and pour in. Some peach juice <laughs> and, a of, and a dash of cream. Some peach Robinsons. Yeah. You'd call me a moron. I've got, I've got a mango
3: coolie here. I'm just going to...
1: Just, just slap it on a pan way. in a funky font. Everyone's all over it and it tastes awful. Mm, it Each, to their own taste awful. Each to their own,
3: though. Each to their own. They could call I, that peach to their own. I should be a market. Hey. Come on.
1: I'll give you that one. That was pretty good.
2: Um, I just asked Vanessa on Twitter, um, Sam's wife, for the non-regular listeners. <laughs> I said, did, "Did did Sam ask for the nice beers on Reorder? And she said he reordered them himself. So he, he uh, fully has that one at one eighty
3: here. How, however, can you read the second half of that tweet? But mainly to keep from having to go out again. So what, what you could we... you could kind have of ordered oh, you, or you hero,
1: my you fucking lazy hero. Here. When 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 do we go outside and clap for Heskiff? <laughs> how dare you!
2: Mm. so yeah but this is good lockdown has converted heskiff to good beers just just you now albert
1: yeah good luck with that (laughs) drinking a good one it's called heineken
2: Mm. in a in a short stubby ribbed for her pleasure can
1: yeah i've got big ones as well (laughs) Mm. not not the ribbed kind though do they come did did they come big can ribbed i don't know no, I think that I think that's a, I think that's a smooth can. It's still, they're still in the box, not in the fridge yet.
2: What's well, um? You've you had an Indian takeaway down the road from your house that you liked? Is that still open? Me? Yeah. Uh,
1: we the one that's a bit further away from my house that's amazing. Yeah, we had that on Tuesday. That was good. The one slightly up the road from my house is mildly suspect. They change their name about every four months. And they always tack something on, so it's like Bengali delight, Indian food, and pizza. Like, (laughs) I'm not going there. Is
2: that like a chicken tikka on top of pizza, or?
1: I'm sure if you asked them nicely, they would bang one out for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, rank. Um, It's not very good. And what did you go for? From the good place, from the oh, mate. I went chicken tikka. Eight pieces. Keep it simple. Keep it fresh now. Uh, sag paneer. King prawn balti. Have you ever had mogo? Have you had garlic chili mogo before? It's like the little fried bits of cassava, like little gnarly, spicy, roast potato type things. Uh, rice. Shit, we ordered a lot. There's only two of us. Now I'm reeling it off. It sounds awful. Uh, Peshwari naan. I <laughs> don't Obviously. like it, but it's the wife likes a peshwari you don't like peshwari naan no it's like a it's like in a fucking hot cross bun with a curry
2: oh, i've had, i've gone for a pack of six hot cross buns this week
1: yeah that's fine because they're hot cross buns were you dipping them in a korma sauce
2: no you weren't i mean if this lockdown goes on much longer <laughs> who, who <laughs> knows who knows what will be coming out <laughs>
1: What else is there? Onion bargees, like the size of three of them, the size of cricket balls. I was still eating them yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, so you so you couldn't kind of have got all through all of this in one sitting between the two. No, no, no. We 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 got we got we got technically we got four four meals out of it. Four, four servings out of it. So, you know, pays for itself almost. I mean it doesn't. But, you know, it was good.
2: <laughs> and what about you, Sam? Have you been ordering anything in? Any 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 exciting culinary delights? No, wanky beer. Been cooking. Beer, by the been of cooking.
3: It. Wacky beer. I've been ordering in wacky beer. Wanky, uh, I
1: said wanky.
3: I heard wacky. Let's leave it there. Um I cooked a stew today. That was alright. It's not very exciting, but it tasted alright. I'm I'm not getting excited about anything anymore. It's I've, I've been <laughs> any anymore. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty seven um i'm
2: working my way through perhaps my eighth packet of maryland chocolate chip cookies gone through a fair few of them um but i've been cooking a lot of gusto meals the other day i i cooked from it was from gusto that's so like say i cooked i followed a recipe but it was like it tasted like a restaurant quality um prawn noodle type dish Uh, But very lots of like garlic and ginger and things like that. And Linda ate it. And for the next day and a half, the baby just was not having the breast milk in the slightest. It's just like, I'm not about it. And then did a lot of reading. Yeah, apparently shouldn't shouldn't really eat spicy food or um, garlicky food or stuff like that. So. And that, um, all resulted into, uh, my first absolute, <laughs> to, to the delight of, um, Dan Cooper, no, no doubt, um, me being absolutely caked in shit for the first time.
1: Wonderful. How did that I, happen? Um, was it bath time? Was it nappy no, change? It was, it was nappy
2: change and, um, put, you know, slide the new nappy in underneath the old one and, and unfasten it, take it down, clean, clean around and, um, just as I was done about to finish little little fart followed by a little bit of drippy poo I was like oh okay you are the baby okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then right finished perfect close the nappy out put in a nappy bin and about to put the next one on and then it's a really like to Pff, kind of fart happens and just a tiny tiny bit of like brown juice comes out and I'll quickly get a piece of cotton wool like dab it in the water and just wipe it it was like sweet and then like sort of like arch my head to look down and just as i finished a swipe yeah well why it (laughs) it was just it was like a a fountain just exploded (laughs) and um thankfully it didn't hit me in the face but it absolutely smothered um anyone who remembers Leicester away in 2012 who was with me and it turned out to be a freezing day and i was only wearing a t-shirt and i bought a cardigan from a charity shop (laughs) i was wearing that so it wasn't the nicest piece of attire but mind you say it's a cardigan i still have eight years later so but yeah and literally from top to bottom and then just instinctively i've moved so then the last sprays of it have gone all over the brand new rug in the nursery so now it's just like white um rug with black polka dots and now some brown polka dots as well have joined the party um and then <laughs> linda's just been winding me up for a couple of days now but because i've just been um i was like linda help <laughs> she's <laughs> just crying for help from the from the nursery so you're
1: on your own yeah <laughs>
0: was <laughs> that week.
2: That week two, week, week two? three. So she was week three weeks three. on Wednesday yesterday. Three weeks on Wednesday. Yeah,
1: um, I have to say, I'm going to jinx it now. Touchwood, I've got a five and a half year old and a uh, an eleven month old uh, son. Both Matt. Never, not once, not once have I been shit on. Not once. Not once. Not 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 by them anyway. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not that you haven't paid for anyway.
1: Nah. No, those,
2: those, those long three month stints on like shoots in the Czech Republic get really fruity,
1: <laughs> do they? <laughs> <laughs> How much? <laughs> oh, um,
2: but yeah, so I only, uh, yeah, so it, it technically, you got shit on a little bit, went on my hand, the rest went on clothes and rugs, so um, yeah. Hopefully not the first of many, but this was the morning um, before this happened. We had a health visitor over and she said, oh, in the next like couple of weeks, she'll expect poos to dry up a bit. And then she might not poo for like a week, but then it would be like a, a poonami. <laughs> um, but it came just came instantly. So,
1: Have you had an up the back yet? An up the backer?
2: No. So that's that's what I'm expecting from these ones that come in a few when, you know, she's only having one a week. We had one sort of out the sides of the Naffy. Hesketh, is this why you're not having kids?
3: <laughs> I have enough trouble cleaning up after myself, mate. I don't think I need anyone else doing it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, if I, because of lockdown and not having a haircut or being bothered to trim my beard, like if there was a super slow mo, if VAR had a look, I reckon the fountain of shit probably missed my beard hair by millimeters. <laughs>
0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Yeah, after this, I've got um, a pepperoni uh, pasta bake to cook from Gusto after this. so
1: Oof. You get you seem to be getting all the Gusto recipes that I don't get. Well, you pick what you want. Yeah, but no, 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 no. The Try wife, pick picks, the wife <laughs> picks what we want.
0: <laughs> pepperoni
1: yeah. pasta bake? That sounds awesome. Yeah, I did the
2: other day. Linda, um, there was one, it's a spicy chicken one that with loads of lentils and freaky and stuff like that. And those are just the ones I don't like. But obviously now, because Linda can't eat them, so I cooked two of those. I always went straight in the freezer for her later down the line. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll have a pizza instead, thanks.
1: Don't work harder, work smarter. I like it. Yeah, exactly. But um, <clears throat> yeah,
2: Gusto, shout out to Gusto. There were other... Um, delivery meal services available I believe um, but you know sounds like me and Albert are both Gusto fans so take it at what you will uh ask if <laughs> 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 you've been quiet for a while so chime in yeah what, what, I've,
3: what, I've what's been, what, been going on I've got to tell you I've got nothing to say on delivered meals or babies shit unfortunately I've got nothing to say I've got nothing to say there was a segue that I could have joined in on earlier earlier on when you mentioned all WWE. Bit, a bit wrestling. about being
1: shit on. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, when you mentioned wrestling, because uh, before I came on, I was looking at wrestling t-shirts that I want to buy because I like wrestling. But we all know that I'm a dork. We don't need to talk about it much more than that. So... Well, no, no,
1: no, fair enough. Have you seen who Donald Trump's just appointed as an advisor to re-kickstart the economy? Oh, the yeah, US?
3: I have. She, so... Who? Vince McMahon's wife, Linda McMahon, has been on his board of advisors of this out of the other for ages, but they just donated like $18.5 million um, as the super pack or whatever they're called, and they've basically bribed... Allegedly, in very comments, whatever they bribed the governor of Florida to say that wrestlers are essential workers to sort of force force the fact that they have to wrestle. Um, and then yesterday, in the middle of a pandemic, they just fired a bunch of people who can't then go and get more wrestling jobs because there's no more wrestling.
1: The essential worker sounds like uh, some sort of finishing move. You know. <laughs> it does.
2: <laughs> it's like something like the IRS man would do. What was his name from back in the
3: day? His name is oh,
1: Iris. R- oh, yeah. Uh
3: whose son is a very good wrestler these days. Called? Uh Bray Wyatt.
1: Huh. Not as good as IRS.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean his his real his real name is uh Um is better. Although Bray Wyatt well, brazen noise a donkey makes, isn't it? So that's not a great. <laughs> not a great name. His his real name is Wyndham Rotunda. That's quite what. Cool. That's his real that's name. His real Wynd- name Wyndham, Wyndham and, Rotunda.
1: And he, and he didn't go with that as his wrestling name.
3: He started off as Husky Harris, mate.
1: So Jesus, he's all out of whack.
3: He is. Um, so that's my wrestling chat. Uh, I think we can leave that there. I don't think anyone
2: Wow well, well, what what would that wrestling finishing move be? What, the, the essential worker. worker. <laughs> the essential
1: <Yeah>. worker. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Uh It's got to, it's got to be something that takes it takes a, between a 12 and 14-hour shift to actually pull off.
3: So it's just a really loose submission hold that basically 14 hours later, the bloke in it is just like, oh, fuck's sake, I give up. Let yeah. me go home.
2: Maybe it could be something to do with clapping, like just a sort of you've been tangoed kind of thing.
3: I just, to be honest, I just want, after our discussion a couple of weeks ago, Albert, I just want parts to come back into areas of my life. And I think Pardu as a wrestler would be the way to go.
2: Oh,
1: you're missing him now?
2: Yeah. He'd be, be a manager, though, wouldn't he? He it wouldn't be in the ring fighting. Just
3: he'd walk be. around the ring being an annoying little yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Who was the – when? I mean, I watched wrestling from probably the early to the mid-90s and had, like, old wrestling videos from, like, the 80s. Yeah. Who was the guy with – um? He, can't, he was, like, a manager and he kind of had, like, dark exotic sunglasses, a bit of a mullet, maybe a moustache slash goatee beard and used to shout through a megaphone a lot.
3: Oh, Jimmy Hart.
1: Yeah, that's yeah him. That's what pards would be.
3: Yeah, a rascal suit, maybe a little dance when his client wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sma distracting the referee. Are they called referees in wrestling?
3: They are called referees in wrestling.
1: Distracting the referee with a dance whilst his 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 boy grabs at the bell or a chair to douche the other bloke in.
3: All right, then here's a the question because we've been talking for half an hour. And I don't think we've mentioned football once.
1: (laughs) Have we started recording yet? (laughs) Uh, If
3: Palace had a Royal Rumble, so 30 people all in, managers, players, former players, whoever, Kayla the Eagle, who do you think would be standing tall at the end of the Rumble?
2: Well, I saw a thing the other day where someone had done the hardest squads in the Premier League, and we finished second only to Burnley. Like, they were people could actually, if everyone had a fight, man to man, squad fee squad. Um, so we just talking now, if we throw our current squad 25 into a ring with yep. the coaching staff, yeah, who comes out winning? Well, I don't think it'd be Kayla because I think she'd just get distracted by some food in the distance and just fly out the ring. So Kayla could win. Um I mean, Roy Roy Hodgson uh, would no one go near him. They just will have too much respect for him.
3: He's, Assuming... like, he's like a really shit Ric Flair. Yeah.
2: Woo! <laughs> oh, so, so Shawn Michaels, so <laughs> uh, Michaels, they just apologise and
3: kick his, head off. kick his head off. Yeah, sorry. Do your do your uh, Ric Flair Roy Hodgson impression,
1: Albert? Wick Flair.
3: No, I didn't say that. Woo. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, it's nailed on. It's got to be him if he's Ric Flair. Although it could be, it could be like a sneaky little shit bag. Do we have sneaky little shit bags?
1: Yeah, James
2: McCarthy. Yeah, that's- <laughs> James McCarthy would be in and about there, wouldn't he?
3: Like, the one, think- there's always one who like hides under the ring until like everyone's eliminated except one, and then he sort of scuttles in the ring and lobs the bloke out and wins himself. Mm, not sure. I don't, we've got I don't know if we've got field. anyone like that. Maybe PVA.
2: Nah, no nah, PVA would be. He's a flashy wrestler. He'd be there in the forefront.
3: Do you think he'd be like strutting to yeah, the
2: ring? Get
1: tossed out first.
3: He yeah, I was going to say straight walk, away. Walk into the ring. Walk into the middle. Get thrown out and just carry on walking out the back door.
2: Would well, it be like I don't know? Connor, Connor Wickham just coming back from loan, just climbing out from underneath.
1: Yeah, he's quite a it is it, it, a unit. Yeah. um, Yeah, but they all know he's got a dodgy knee, so they'd all just
2: hit
1: his his knee with a chair or a ladder.
2: Yeah, I don't think James McCarthy would win. I think at some point it'd piss everyone off, and you know when they have those moments when they will team up on one person to get him out? That would happen to James McCarthy.
1: I'm not going anywhere near Sacco in this, just for the record. Surely he's got to be a contender.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you can see when it gets down to the last two, him having that stare off
3: with the person because that always happens in Royal Rumble, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I can see Parrish coming in. He's got the tan for it, so I think he'll come strutting down the ring in a suit. Don't think he'll last long, but he'll he'll want I think, to. Win. I think
1: Parrish is another hype man. I don't think he's getting. I don't think he's getting in the ring. He's another. He's another. Uh, Was his name Jimmy Hart? Yeah, or a or a Paul bearer.
3: R.I.P. Oh, is he dead? Unfortunately so, yeah. Oh, Finally minor, cl- climbed into the urn. <laughs> he, lived, he lived the gimmick until the very end. <laughs>
2: um, so, yeah, so I think, yeah, we're, we're saying Mamadou Saka will be left at the end.
1: That's who I'd put my money on. And yeah. then it's,
2: Yeah. Probably at a moment, it would probably be Jordan you wouldn't it? Fans' favourite. Yeah, you've got to have the favourite in at the end. Un, un, unlikely hero. And then... um it's got, got to end with Sako mm. losing against the odds in one of those sort of ducking, you know, he's running to charge, clothesline him over the ropes.
3: So, yeah, I reckon he'd be running towards him, head down to try and get him with a mohawk, <laughs> have him out of the ring. And then- is, that his, <laughs> is
1: that his finishing move?
3: Yeah, the rhino. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, Ayu sort of slinks down, pulls the top rope over and Sako goes piling over the top. Straight into Steve Parrish, <laughs> straight into Steve Parrish, and then it'll be. And then I, you can get pr- crowned Prince of the Ring,
2: mm.
3: right? There you go, sorted. George it is.
2: I think this might be the first time in history that all listeners have switched off before the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I think it probably is.
1: And some presenters,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Heskif last week. Switched that off. Me last <laughs> week <yeah. laughs> Sorry, I didn't listen to a single word you just said. Uh, well, you know, it took me away from the question. Was going to be if your stew that you cooked, Hesketh, could be would be what Palace player describes your stew best? So I, I think the Royal Rumble was better.
3: Yeah, oh, fucking, hell, I couldn't answer that other question. Jordan, much? whoa whoa wow, whoa, hang on. I mean, it's a bit <laughs> better than that. It's got some, it's got some seasoning in it, at least. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Andros Townsend, unremarkable, but. Everyone thinks it's all right. Does a job. Yeah, it does a job. There you go.
2: Yeah, it's got a future though in punditry, apparently. I keep hearing that a lot this week.
3: (laughs) He seems like quite an intelligent bloke. I think he he seems to have been, maybe not this week, but he seems to have been sort of a bit of a spokesman for professional footballers of late. Mm. Comes across quite well. Um, I could see him in punditry, actually.
1: He could str- he can string more than like four sentences together. Which yeah,
3: it's is a good start. Quite isn't it? helpful. If only
2: he could string four passes together.
3: I mean,
1: <laughs> we, should get, we should get him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, before that comment, we might have had a chance. But
2: all right, okay, we've got a question from Twitter, and it says, "Best Palace goal." That's been completely forgotten is never mentioned. So, for example, he says, This is Daniel Schilling. My choice is Neil Schiffley's headed goal against Sunderland in the playoff semi final. A great header. I mean, I absolutely have not forgotten that goal, Daniel Schilling. <laughs> um, and I actually watched the full, there's like a half an hour highlights package on the Palace channel of that Sunderland playoff semi final, both legs, which I watched the other day. But um, I guess we don't talk about Schiffley goals anymore.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gordon Hesketh forgot forgotten great Palace goal. Um, the goal that just popped into my head when you read that out was we had a game, fucking probably about fifteen years ago against Stoke and we won six three at home.
1: You're going to say and Routledge, aren't you? Routledge, no. yeah.
3: He does like a little pirouette on the edge of the box and then just punts the ball in. Um, that was a yeah, really
2: good goal. Tom Tom Saw scored a great goal in that game as well, did he? Or was he? Did he do an assist? Then he like turn into Lionel Messi for about ten seconds and just yeah, was, roast that yeah. whole team?
3: There, there, there were periods when Tom Saws looked like fucking really, really good for like you're saying, for about ten minutes in a game, and then for like eight games in a row, he'd be completely ordinary. Um but yeah, that routledge goal was really good. Michael Hughes scored five goal and that straight from kickoff, I think.
1: You know, you know, the only thing that makes that Routledge goal any better and I'm not going to look now, but we'll be looking on YouTube for it. I think I think that might have been the last season review. Uh, I want to say DVD. It might have been a VHS. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the last season review compilation that I bought. Uh, I think my brother might have bought it even, actually. He'll give me shit if I take the credit for it. And on that, obviously on that video, they've not got like the official, sorry, they've not got like the commentary from whatever the, whether it was the championship or fucking BBC, whatever would have It's like the palace. They've got someone in to record some commentary for it. It's Terry, Byfield.
2: Great... It's gotta Terry Byfield. It's got to be Terry
1: Byfield. No, but I, I don't think it's Byfield because it's somebody with a little bit more pizzazz. And... Oh, yeah. I
2: think Simon Jordan brought people in to do it instead of Byfield. I think Byfield are the earlier ones. His microphone
1: yeah. was too small, if you cast <laughs> your mind back to that behind the scenes. of <laughs> <laughs> But at the moment... At the moment of that Routledge pirouette, the guy obviously gets really excited and thinks, "I'm, I'm going to spice this up here," and he screams, and it's a bit too, bit's a bit too loud into the microphone. It goes a bit pitchy. He shouts, "All aboard!" <laughs> <to> the- <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He actually does. Oh. Watch too much soccer, I have, I'd imagine.
1: But it's a great goal. <laughs> Not doesn't take anything away from the goal. Um, have I'm you guessing, said yours yet, Tell?
2: I'm thinking Aki Realati against Wimbledon. Oh, or,
1: yeah. I send that to my AFC Wimbledon mate at least three times a year.
2: Yeah, because we the, were the away
1: team as well, weren't we?
2: Yeah, were we? No, we, no, we were at home. I think.
1: Sure. I feel like
2: I was in the Homesdale I
1: mean, yeah, we were at home. Don't get me wrong,
2: but no, I, th- I think I was in the Homesdale I remember Fair seeing it from behind? Yeah, I think we're at home.
1: I love that. Yeah, mine is probably. I think it was shortly before we faced them in the playoffs. The Friedman over the shoulder, yeah. bang of volley against Sunderland. See, what that's I, so I funny because that was the,
2: that was the other one I was thinking. That's, that's oh, really yeah, it was the other the absolutely other one I was thinking. Yeah, Friday yeah, we were game. Um. Yeah, it was a nighttime game for sure. Um. What a goal! Unbelievable goal, unreal. So yeah, we were at home in that Wimbledon one. It was four take that one.
1: Mark Poom.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, in that um, highlight highlight package, I was um of the Sunderland playoff game because obviously we played each other a few times that season, and by the end of it, they were all <laughs> at each other's throats and. Um, Julian Gray obviously gets sent off for a second yellow for tackling Jason McAteer.
0: Oh, and he'd be he yeah. barely
2: like, type, McAteer probably makes the most of it. And then Gray's fuming, and you just see McA- McAteer just really sarcastically taking the piss out of Julian Gray. Yeah, he's
1: like, he's like going, like, Off you go, mate. Off, off you, you go, go but yeah, off you go. It's like go. nodding at the tunnel. Oh, what a wanker.
2: Yeah, and then he missed the penalty. Fucking have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mate. Um, yeah, did Julian Gray stay with us after that season? He, he didn't come to the Premier League with us, did he? No, he uh,
1: went. He, went, he went Birmingham,
2: didn't
3: he? He went to Birmingham, I think.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yes, old Steve. No, we Bruce. had
1: uh, Vasilis Lakis.
2: Oh goodness! And, and the, inf- the infamous.
1: And Ivan Kavidis on the left.
2: Still have no idea how Lakis put that over against Arsenal. Stop it. Talking of Aki real arty goals.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there you go. We've spoken about some football.
3: Hooray. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm any other contenders? Um. Any other contenders? Uh, Owen Garvin away at Preston. We lost four three. No, I'm not he having that. Bangs a half volley in for about thirty yards in the top corner. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it's just you know, I don't think you're allowed to remember goals that come in defeat. Andy Dorman scored a diving header from 20 yards in that game as well.
1: I would you, have said the, the Dougie Freeman goal against Portsmouth, but I already mentioned that a couple of weeks ago on the pod and someone very kindly tweeted back and, and confirmed my my suspicion. So I feel like I've covered that one, but that was a goal and a half.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's been um, yeah, the, the Wolves, the uh, fourth one win at Wolves in the FA Cup quarter-final that time, mm-hmm. uh, those. but that was all over Twitter the other day. So I guess those ones <laughs> all getting stuck in the stanchion are pretty well remembered. Um, Dean Gordon at Bolton away when we lost 5-2. Him and Marcus Bent both scored crackers in that game, but we lost 5-2. So that, those tend to be forgotten.
3: Do you I not remember the uh,
2: Ding Gordon one. He, he calls off, I think Sasser Churchill tries to take control of the ball on the edge of the box. And Ding Gordon's just running up, like with his waving him away with his hand before just letting him fly into the top corner.
3: Unbelievable goal. I remember Tony Podfrey scored a banging own goal away at Portsmouth. Yeah. Like
1: the, the scorpion kick.
3: Yeah. So, not, not technically a goal for us, but definitely a goal worth mentioning. I think
1: one to one to say that you were there, you know.
3: I mean,
2: what the best the best goal I ever scored was scored was um, I saw was a for us. Um, we were losing one 0 at homes at Birmingham on oh a Tuesday. My God,
3: I was just about to say that myself. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting. I was sitting in the White Horse back then, and I was like directly in the corner that the ball like nestled in when it like looped over from it's like from the halfway line or something. Wasn't it. It is the most ridiculous goal ever because it, no, we, we've we've not had a shot
2: in this game. Like Birmingham have dicked all over us for 90 minutes. Only he's managed to score one goal. And then in stoppage time, we punt the ball forward straight over our striker's head. And he's got no chance of getting it. And there's just two Birmingham centre-backs there. And one of them, they both sort of go for it. And one of them just volleys it clear because basically as soon as it goes clear, the ref's going to blow his full-time whistle, but he just levers it into the back of his teammate and it just loops over the goalie for about 30 yards. (laughs) just goes in. It's just the most ridiculous thing ever. It's the absolute robbery. I'd say daylight robbery, but as I said, it was a Tuesday game. So summer's evening robbery (laughs) or something like that. But yeah, unbelievable.
3: Yeah, that was a great end goal. I remember that one very well. Mm. God, who'd have thought it? 10 minutes on football. There you go. And that's
2: taken us to around the 45-minute mark, so I guess we should probably give it a rest there. Um, save, save, save some topics for next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think ne- ne- next week, um, Albert, I want to hear about uh, your favourite movie of all time. All right. So uh, have that prepared.
1: One that if- I've made?
2: No, not one that you've made, mate. No one wants to know.
1: It's family, <laughs> It's a family show, isn't it?
2: clash of the times um yeah. and then hesk if you can have your favorite clash album of, the time. of all the time fine can do fine and um yeah right you thanks for listening
1: your favorite craft beer of all time Nah,
2: i see i've only been into craft beer for a couple of years so i can't i can't do that yet although it is probably tropicana by um yeah, Club Tropicana, or Club Tropica is it's called now. But
1: so not, only, uh, not only can you do it, you've done it at the end of this show. Yeah, but I, I,
2: don't, I don't feel like I've got enough in-depth knowledge of the subject. It's only something that I've been into for a couple of years. So, you know, you're really into films. Heskiew's really into music. So, you know, these are things that are lifelong passions. Craft Fair beer enough. has not been a lifelong passion for me. it's it's like it's like asking naming to asking to name your favorite palace 11 as they've been doing on the review show it's just like next to impossible best i could probably name quite easily but what my favorite is so difficult
3: so if we're doing lifelong sort of obsessions um albert should also do top three troy dini goals (laughs) have a think about that for next week albert
2: no. no you can't have the own goal at palace <laughs> doesn't count <laughs> yeah um right yeah so thanks for listening uh, we'll be back for some reason next week as um you know lockdown's been guaranteed for another 3 weeks at least so we'll keep churning these out just for anything it gives us free an opportunity to have a chat and have a laugh um, break, break up the monotony of it all um, look out for the review show from Sunday for Chelsea
1: what are your predictions for the Chelsea game?
2: Well, Pitch Sport, I've been running them on Football Manager, right? Um, are, are we sponsored by Pitch Sport or something?
1: Yeah. Pitch Sport, our,
2: our illustrious sponsor. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. Look it up. You can add Hambo. Listen to the review show. You can become a friend with him somehow. Um, but we lost 4-0 to Leicester in the in the last outing, so I'm not interested in that. That, that doesn't happen. We don't lose to Leicester, especially at their place. Come on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my prediction is that we'll lose four nil probably to Chelsea on that.
1: Uh, and what about on the Twitter one? Is that not the same thing? No, no, no. The one that where the eleven players are going to tweet about. Uh, <laughs> well, if
2: you can get one Palace player to sign up to it and do it, I reckon we'll win like eleven nil.
1: Awesome. I'll say. Or that.
2: saying that, that we will still probably only win one nil. There's only Palace players playing. <laughs> Benteke shooting, oh, skim the outside of the post, bicycle kick into the side netting kind of scenario. But we're rambling. Can, can, can we just finish this? <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, look out for the review show on Sunday. And until then, <laughs> up the
0: palace. back of the chest coronavirus self-isolation podcast it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect Order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer budget-friendly flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment the plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals so for whatever tomorrow brings united healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you learn more at uh1.com this podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport fan network talk sport powered by fans